0: Tuning you in now,
1: the all new LBX Daily Show,
0: brought to you by the LBX Collective,
1: your community to connect, engage and inspire.
0: Now, let's get ready to roll
1: with your hosts, Christine Buer and
0: Brandon Wiley. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to today's edition of the LBX Daily. It's Christine Buer and Brandon Wiley with you today. Uh, We are so excited to have you here. Yes. Um, All right. Wanted to start this podcast off quick with an explanation about what we're doing here and what this podcast is all about. The LBX Daily is the first in a series of podcasts that we are launching in our location-based experience community called the LBX Collective. It's meant to be a lightning quick 15, 20 minute video podcast highlighting some of the fascinating things happening in location-based entertainment. Now we've divided the show into two parts. The first part we call the rundown. In this section, we touch on some of the interesting things that we've come across and we think are relevant to our industry and that you you might enjoy sharing and, and, and learning about with us. The second part, we top it off with our very own musings on an industry specific topic, which we call the rumination. Okay, now, since the goal is to create community and get people to share ideas and connect, we then post this rumination to our Discord channel and ask you to join us there to provide your thoughts and your feedback. And this brings me to the biggest point, which is what the heck is this community all about? So no, it's not just about us yammering away on a podcast. It's about creating a space for industry professionals like us to connect, interact, inspire, and celebrate. A place where you can share your knowledge and find solutions for your challenges. Now, if you haven't already done so after this podcast, head on over to our website, lbxcollective.com, and sign up to be part of this growing community. We'd love to have you. All right, let's get things rolling.
1: All right. Perfect. Well, uh, to kick off the rundown, uh, I'm still day two now at the Experience Academy. So this is put on by Frank Price, and he also has Russ Van Natta from Creative Works and Sherry Howell from Center Edge. They're also his co-collaborators when it comes to the content. And uh, it's been a great day, too. Uh, lots of really good content that's come in. And I think one of the things that stood out for me today was this whole concept of, uh, you know, what, I guess what he would call the journey path structure. So the journey path structure is you basically break down your whole LVE venue, FEC, whatever into just its component parts. So when somebody walks in the door, that whole welcome and, and the uh, you know the, the guest experience when they come in, if you have a laser tag attraction, what is the whole laser, the, the whole journey, the customer journey that goes when they, when they come in your laser tag or your go-karts or your trampolines or your arcade, whatever it is, or your birthday parties, you break that down And then into different structures so you understand okay what is you know what are the different service tasks that need to happen what are the um the the, like the standard level of service that needs to be delivered um out from those tasks what is the guest experience uh, that you really want the guest to have as a result of those those things right so you're Mm -hmm. sort of building on it and then what i thought was really cool is what is your emotion connector but what are the emotions that you're trying to generate uh, for that guest as well? So not just the guest experience, but what are you trying to emote from them and and get out of that? And you bullet point everything down. And so I just thought it was a great toolkit. He uh, provides a whole, you know, whole spreadsheet model, you know, system to, to put all this in. And um, yeah, I mean, I think that's just one of the many things that I took away from this. And I've been to a lot of these types of, these types of educational things and, and, you know, he's done a great job put together some, really phenomenal content.
0: Oh Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations for attending and and finding something amazing out of it, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, awesome. again,
1: I was just like one of many things. Like I just, but I feel like there's something I should you know bring here. And if, if there's something that you're interested, you know, any, anybody's interested in attending, you just go to birthdayuniversity.com and, and check out the Experience Academy. So uh, Frank Price has a lot of, you know, has a lot of background and this type of stuff. So highly recommend anybody checking it out.
0: Awesome. Great. Cool. Well, thank you for that feedback. That's great to know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I found some really interesting things here. Um, ATV aerials, ATV aerials coming to FECs (laughs) very, very soon. Um, It's so interesting how tech is evolving um, now as we move forward in this uh, industry. Um, But our YSE Reese Aerotech is raising funds to build the first ATV aerial. Um, now, this thing is interesting. It's an ATV that hovers through the air, allowing drivers to stop, take pictures, and enjoy scenery. Uh, what the cool thing about this is, there's no pilot's license required. It has a battery in it that lasts for 25 minutes. Um, it goes up to 63 miles per hour, and it goes up to 400 feet high. Uh, maximum payload in this baby is 250 pounds. So, I thought, as an FEC owner, when this cool if you had a big park if you could just plunk yourself in this and kind of fly around see what your staff were doing what your customers were up what what, what was up you know where the lineups were really kind of get a good sense of what was happening with the customer journey in your parks
1: yeah yeah i do I wonder if this is if this is you know has the potential to be an attraction i mean probably like highly wavered and insured but you know be useful attraction too but it'd be kind of like you know you get to be jetson you know george jetson for the day
0: I think so. I think, and, you know, I have a picture of a, somebody in it and I, I just, <laughs> I think this is so fascinating. <laughs> it could be a ride. If you could somehow fence it electronically, I guess, or with some sort of curtain, it definitely could be like an air balloon ride or something like that. Maybe you tether it down with something.
1: Yeah, so they can't uh, go 400 feet in the air, but, you
0: know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: no, anyway, so yeah.
0: it's pretty cool. That's cool, a yeah. cool, fun concept. Yeah, great way to capture some pictures of your facility as well.
1: Yeah. Um, well, so last night, we, we were done with the secret shopper event, and I was like, oh, "I'm gonna. I've got some time. I'm gonna go just see what attractions are in the area." So I walked down the street and walked into this uh, this putt place, which was, um, you know, it was pretty cool concept. When I looked at some of the pictures, and I walked in, and it was empty. Um, so I think, mm-hmm. it was, you know, it was Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday evening. So uh, or was it? It was Tuesday evening. Today's Wednesday, um, and so uh, you know there was there was a couple playing, and they have two two nine hole courses. Really nice, uh, really nice f and like, you know, sitting and dining area, a place to have my drinks. So there was a, a group of women, you know, about in the middle as well, and um, oh, go the other direction. Uh, that's a picture of their cocktail. But, you know, so look, I mean, great, uh, pretty cool concepts. So they're different. They had one side was more like games. So this was the game side. And then they had the circus side on this side, which is like more like circus carnival type uh, theming on their holes. And uh, you know they went through some real effort to put in their logo. They infused their logo in the carpets. So everything was custom made. It was definitely handmade. So um, I'm guessing either they had a contractor come in and build it or whatever, but it definitely had that like homemade, handmade feel to a lot of it. Um, but uh, uh, overall, you know, getting the perfect selfie there for for one of the couples um, that was there. <laughs> Um, you know, but it's okay. pretty good, you know, but I think one of the things that, um, that if I could make any, any suggestion or improvement to the gameplay, um, uh, a lot of these ramps that were here, uh, virtually impossible to, to get them in. Um, in fact, actually I didn't make them in any single one of them. And I replayed these holes multiple times cause I was alone. Um, and so uh, there was nobody else there and I didn't once one single time get it into the hole. And even when I rolled up with my hand, couldn't get it through. My only point is, you know, for working on these types of things, types of tracks, you want to focus on the overall guest experience. And if you're, if you're like, it has to be difficult but not impossible if you want to, if you want to have that that great guest experience and sense of accomplishment. Um, the one last thing I'll say about this place, though, is I really liked the. Uh, while I think again, just not quite there on the full execution of it. But I loved that I could come up and and get a cocktail, get wine on my own. So they had the self-serve tap, and uh, was what was even more interesting is it wasn't just you know walking up. I actually went, put my credit card down. They attached it to a, a wristband that I wore that had an RFID chip, and I walked up and I tapped the RFID chips, the logo that was on each one of these uh, above one each one of these taps, and that unlocked that tap for me to then be able to do it. And I paid per ounce, so that way I was able to. Taste their different cocktails. um, And I was able to track the ounces and then just pour an ounce. If I wanted to just do, you know, taste each one of the cocktails, I could just pour an ounce um, and then taste each one. So I really liked that. It wasn't, you know, full pour or anything else. So if I just only wanted two ounces of a certain lager, I could go do that. And um, so I thought that was really a a cool concept and um, definitely helpful when they have a a low number of staff. I think they only had two staff there to, to staff up a place as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of our viewers probably can't see that picture right now, um, but one of the things that stood out to me, and hopefully they'll go back and watch the video if they can't see it, but yeah. Um, yeah. is it's, it's just not, it, it all kind of blends together. Like nothing really got me excited about where to go, what the cocktail was. Like it would be cool if the header had something around it. Like if it was a, you know, a margarita, it has a big margarita kind of tap or like a picture of a margarita around it to draw my eye to it. It would have just made the experience that much more fun, I think.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Totally agree. Totally agree. Again, um, great, great idea. Uh, Just probably like just not quite there at that A, A plus uh, level Mm -hmm. of execution. So Mm -hmm. definitely Mm -hmm. some areas Mm -hmm. to improve, right? Which is what we're always trying to do with all of our facilities. Absolutely. Find those those areas to just make improvements.
0: Exactly. We can only keep on trying to raise that bar.
1: (laughs) Yep, that's right.
0: Yeah. Now, speaking of raising the bar, <laughs> Dave & Buster's has launched a new store in Rancho Mirage, which is such a cool area in California. Using and, and they're using a fun scavenger hunt to kick it all off. So between September 5th and September 9th, residents of the area will have the opportunity to find five Dave & Buster's flags that have been hidden around the, the city and the area. Um, the restaurant's going to post a se- separate website off of their website um, to give clues away every day. So there'll be one clue a day. And anybody who finds a flag will win um, four tickets to the Dave Investors VIP event when they open, a $100 gift card, and a bunch of different team prizes. Uh, and I thought, what a cool idea, like a great way to kind of have a fun launch and really get on the community and get people to be looking around and tie that all in. And who, who knows how to execute, but I'm going to keep my eye on this promotion just to kind of see what other things they throw into there. Yeah, that's
1: awesome. And I, but I, wonder, I wonder if that's something you can do when you're an established brand like Dave Investors and, and people mm-hmm. recognize and see that, or is that something that any FEC or LBE venue can do when they're first opening up, right? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. some sort of uh, scavenger hunt push like that.
0: Um, Mm -hmm. It'd
1: be interesting to try that and see how it works with a smaller venue, uh, like a single location venue.
0: Do you know what I think is important? Though is when people do launch their venues, I think so many people overlook that initial uh, first push of marketing that's required to launch their venues properly. And I think you have to allocate a good chunk of money twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars and really, really plan to do yeah. a deep push into your community and tell them that you're opening and tell them who you are. So I think anybody could potentially do this sort of thing if they have yeah. the budget for it.
1: Yeah, that's true. It needs to be a community blitz. Obviously you have your soft openings and all that stuff to work out all the kinks, mm-hmm. but yeah, when you're doing your grand opening, it needs to be a major push and a major blitz yeah. and, and you need to start. A, I mean, well, that, that could be a whole summer session. Um, <laughs> totally. So I, I won't go into all those things that we need to do to watch facility. But um, anyway. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, we have a fun weekend coming up uh, Sunday, August 27th is national cinema day. So this is a new thing that's happened. This is the second year that it's been going on. Um, it's, it's kind of been kicked off by the cinema foundation. So, what they do is they recommend to cinemas to offer this as a kind of a special promotional day where they offer a lower price entrance into any of their movies. So this year it's $4 and I've been kind of scouring the web, looking to see if people are participating and enough, uh, lots of lots of brands are participating in this. So $4 to go to any movie that you want, any type of movie that you want For that day. Uh, Last year, it was a little bit different. I think it was $3 and might have had some different uh, things that went along with it. But last year's event and promotion brought 8.1 million people out to the movies, which is pretty phenomenal. And I was running some stats on that just for fun. But do you realize that's 21% of of the Canadian population or 2.5% of the US population? (laughs) It gives you a a good impression of how different our populations are and how many people are in each country, right? Oh my gosh, nuts. So-
1: But um, anyway,
0: Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So if you've been dying to go see Barbie and you like crowds, (laughs) this is your chance
1: to get (laughs) it. You like crowds.
0: Yeah. Uh mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure every seat's going to be filled for that. Oh, totally. uh, Yeah, that's awesome. What I like is like, sometimes you'll find these little community movie theaters, though, they'll release like, Uh, they'll release some old movies and you get to go and see for four bucks in the theater, which is kind of cool. So, yeah.
0: Um, Well, and I believe there was even a new release that's coming out on Sunday. And uh, some of the theaters are saying it's $4 to come to this new release. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, expect, expect crowds, expect crowds. Yeah. Um All right. And IAPA actually had a great article today on AI, um, Applying Artificial mm-hmm. Intelligence at Attractions. And I thought it was really neat. And I think it's something that we definitely need to be keeping our eye on. Um, as a matter of fact, you and I are doing a lunch session at mm-hmm. IAPA this year. It's on the Wednesday, um, talking about um, how AI can be utilized in your facility. So yep. please, everyone, if you're listening, make sure that you sign up for that right away, and- because those sell out right- pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah, I was going to say,
1: it's a, ticket, it's a ticketed lunch, and there's only 250, so it does sell
0: out. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But one of the, one of the cool things that was in there was they were talking about how it could be used to hyper-personalize your, um, your attraction experiences. So one example they gave is let's say you're going on a roller coaster that uses different screens and pictures through the roller coaster. They would do a little survey, like a quick one, just to kind of get your preferences before going in and your age and stuff. And then they would personalize those screens to be something that would appeal to you as you're actually going through it. Like, isn't that incredible? No, that's it, awesome. Yeah, AI exactly. would be generating this. So you'd have to feel comfortable about what AI might generate. And right now we know it could generate some pretty funky things, but uh, what what a cool way to change. I mean, it could be different every time. That's the thing. Yeah. You never know oh, what yeah. you're going to get. <laughs> totally
1: unique experience. And, you know, Disney's done that with Star Tours a little bit, but it's not based on your personalization, but they have done some randomization and being able to do that with Star Tours. And so every time you go, it's a slightly unique experience. But I love that this is actually hyper-personalizing it just mm-hmm. to me. And and it's a unique experience. I might have a different experience every time. I think that's super cool. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's great. I think we're going to see more of that. And I I think there's even, um, so speaking of that, um, we'll kind of lead into the rumination a little bit here, which is um, talking about personalization. There's super analog ways to do personalization as well. And so there is a, uh, in lower Manhattan, there's an Axe room called Live Axe. And they just recently uh, opened up in their basement, a rage room. So we've we've heard of rage rooms. We actually before we actually started producing these, we talked about rage rooms on on, uh, on some of our early practice shows. Um, but what I liked about this rage room, and I'll just throw a picture up here. Um, you know, it's there's they've got things written on the wall for those of you who are listening, and there's a woman here holding a bat, and she's like in a full vest, and she can like she's you know basically smashing things. What I liked about their concept is they actually have you uh, talk with a rage captain before you go in. And this is different because you're going in alone, which not all rage rooms sometimes you can go in groups. That's when you go in alone every single time and that rage captain actually has a conversation with you. All right, what's getting you upset? What's making you mad right now? Is it? Is it that uh, you have a, a relationship that's frustrating you? Is your family frustrating you? Is your work frustrating you? Was the commute on the way in here? Did that frustrate you You have to get here? Like, you know, any number of things, like, you know, you're mad at taxis. And what they do then is you give them all your information. Uh, you know, you give them things that are frustrating. And then the rage captain goes in And then the team sets up the room, and it's personalized to what you gave the information you gave. So if you said office, you walk in and there's a a a printer and a computer and a laptop and a keyboard, and you can just smash those things that are related to and are personalized to you that that are frustrating you. If it was your family, maybe there's a dining room set up and plates up up on set up on the table, and you get to smash all the plates and you know flip the table over and whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's that kind of uh, that kind of concept. I thought that was really cool, and then. Another unique thing that separates this from other rage rooms I've heard of or seen is that the rage captain watches on a camera, as does your friends if you're there with friends, and they are like they heckle you. So if you're not getting into it enough, they're they're heckling. And you can actually see, um, for those of you who are seeing this, you can actually see pathetic is written on the back and you know it's broken and like they have different heckled, heckling messages even written on the wall that just try to amp you up and get you more into the moment.
0: Cool. Yeah, yeah. I think definitely worth a try if you're feeling it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: But, but, but it was you know, able to be
1: personalized, right, too, for me. And, and it didn't require any tech tech at all. Just a conversation, human-to-human conversation and some empathy.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Definitely. I think, you know, you wonder how much that actually changes the experience for people. And I don't know if we have enough data yet, but we know that's what people are looking for and that's what people want. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Exactly.
0: So, um, today's rumination, then um, essentially, what the question we're asking is what have you done or created in your facility to hyper personalize your guest experience? Um, Whether it's using technology or, like Brandon says, not technology, and we can just do it kind of on our own. Um, Let's hear it. We want to know what you've been up to and what your experience in this has been.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. All right, well, that's it. We've reached the end of today's LDX Daily. Um, Look, we don't want to end here, so hop on over to our Discord channel. Give us your thoughts on today's rumination. We also list all the past ones are there and there is some conversation beginning to start. So we'd love to get your feedback on this episode, uh, requests on future topics, other burning questions you'd like to ask the, the community at large. There are people joining this Discord, right? And so we need to help get more people in there. So spread the power of the LBX Collective, share the link to the Discord server, share the link to these episodes with all of your friends in this industry, other industry pros, tell them to head on over to LDX Collective and join the most amazing community ever. Uh, so, yes. until we meet again, our fellow LBXers, keep being extraordinary. This is Kristen Beer and Kristen. <laughs> yes, uh, CB. yes. Stick uh, to CB. CB. CB, no, Christine Beer <laughs> and Brandon Willie signing yes. off. Stay tuned and keep kicking ass. <laughs> Bye,
0: guys. <laughs>